Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are now listening to Chuck Talk, hosted by me, Charlie, and my good friend and co-host, Zach. How are you doing tonight? Doing well, Charlie. Just got off work. We're doing a quick little reaction to USA World Cup team's first game in their group B. They played Wales, the Welsh, today around 2 p.m. and uh, came away with a draw, Charles, and we're here to react to that. Yeah, I so mean, if you want to go ahead and break down kind of like the game, maybe just some beginning of the game stuff, what you saw, what you'd like to see different, you know, some general stuff here. If you would have told me coming to this game before the game started, if you said, yeah, you're getting a draw, I would have taken that. Okay. Um, I wasn't really expecting a win, but Zach, the way we played that first half was almost as perfect as a U.S. half can be, in my opinion. Everything was well. The ball movement was well. Defending was pretty spot on. We created many chances, in my opinion. The expected goals say otherwise, but I say we get into it right away. First 15, 20 minutes was it was a very boring game. Not too many crazy chances. Um, a little bit after that, we had two really great chances. Um, Timothy Weah had a cross in. Their center back headed right into their goalie. Made a great save. More of a reaction save. Hit off right off of his chest. Then not even a minute later, uh, Josh Sargent had a header that uh, hit off the post and went wide, which I thought he should have slotted home, in my opinion. But then a little later in the game, um, I believe it was in the 35th minute, right around the 40th minute, um, we have a counterattack. Uh, ball hits off of Josh Sargent's chest, falls to Pulisic with Tim Weah making a Outside run behind the outside back, Nico Williams. Um, Pulisic slots it to Wea. Wea has a nice touch, nice finish. Um, and that just capitalizes the first half. I mean, the, the first half, like I said, was almost as perfect as it can be. I thought we were deserving of another goal. Uh, we didn't really give any chances to Wales, really at all, in my opinion. I know the, I'll pull up the expected goal stats, which. I love the expected goals. I, for whatever reason, I've always been high on it. And that's where we lost it. I mean, we after the first half, going in that second half, you needed to come out fire. And I believe in that first minute, they did come out with a little fire. They had a great attack. Nothing led to it. But then they got really slow. And that's, if you're not really used to watching soccer or really any sport that revolves around changing players, um, and like kind of like basketball, Kind of like maybe football. I mean, you, you need a little spark here and there. But soccer is one of those sports where if you come out flat, it's going to come back to bite you quick. And luckily in the U.S. case, it really didn't. But they noticed that they were starting off slow. Finally brought out some subs, brought in Brendan Aronson. Like I said in the last podcast, they need to be bringing off the bench the first player that is. And at first he did make some impacts. But after that, the team was still very flat. And then next thing you know, one, two, three happens. They can see the, a, a penalty kick, which in the 80th minute, that could not happen, especially in the way it happened. Um, Gareth Bale had his back to the goal. Walker Zimmerman comes in, tries to slide tackle him with the ball in between his legs, tries to go in between his leg and totally clips his ankle. It's a borderline PK, but it has to be given, and it was. Gareth Bale slots it, right-hand side, goalie's left. Goalie guesses the right way, but 
not even the best goalie in the world, Robbie probably would have saved that. Okay. But Zach, a draw happened. Okay. Did. Um, some of the calls were a little questionable. In my opinion, the first half, the yellow cards were very soft, but I'm not going to really complain about those because that's what happens. Uh, you know, and I want to speak on that too. I, I think at the very beginning of the game, USA was getting frustrated by the referee's calls on some yellow cards early and some foul calls early, maybe some missed calls on, on that Wales got away with. And rightfully so, right? I mean, uh, Pulisic was just furious in that first half uh, leading up to that goal. And obviously he had right reason to be, but I really feel like the ref kind of evened it out toward the back end of the first half and part of the second half. I feel like he kind of gave the U.S. a little bit more calls than, and evened out kind of like what he was calling. And you saw it later on into the uh, extra time where we had Pulisic go down and he, he stopped play for us. And then he ended up stopping play for a, a Wales player right after that. So he kept it even. Um, and, I, and I thought he, he did a good job for what, you know, for what it's worth. I know we hate on the refs all the time, but I thought it was, I wouldn't say well officiated, but I, I thought he kept it at least even to what he was calling for both sides for the most part. You know, I, you could argue one way or another, but I thought it was as good as you can get or hope for in a game. No, we didn't lose this game because of a ref or anything like that. So no, we, we, we definitely, lose, we tied it. <laughs> we, I mean, it, it feels like a loss. I mean, you're up like a loss. one nothing for the better half of 40, almost 50 minutes. But the only reason why I'm complaining is the yellow cards. I mean, the yellow cards happen. And yes, they're not going to hurt us this game, but they could possibly hurt us next game or the game after that. Um, if you get a certain amount of yellows, you'll be suspended for another game. And only that's only a concern if they get a yellow next game or the third game, and then they can't play in the round of 16 if we get there. But, Zach, I also want to talk about um, what this result means for the U.S. Okay? There are many ways we can look at it. And the way I'm looking at it, and I thought about it as soon as that final whistle blown, was we absolutely need a point versus England now. Three points would be unspeakable. One point is what we need. We need to draw. I don't care what it is, 0-0-1-1-2-2. Shoot, 3-3. Three, three. The, way, the way England were scoring today, it could be 3-3. Three, three. Um, We need Iran and Wales to either tie or we really need Iran to win that game. And then obviously we need three points versus Iran. That's, that's what we're looking at right now. Obviously, if we lose to England, it won't be the end of the world. But it will feel like it because you need three points and you need to absolutely batter Iran. So that's the way I yeah. look at it, Zach. You know, I, I don't think we absolutely need a point versus England. I really think it's going to come down to one of two things. It's either going to come down to the U.S. going to Iran, playing them in a scenario where the winner moves on. Or if they tie, you know, whoever has the goal differential at the time will move on which will probably be the U.S. because of how many goals Iran conceded today. Um, or they go into that game with Iran have lost two, and then the U.S. needs to absolutely batter Iran to get goal differential up on Wales, which will, will not be a fun scenario, you know. But yeah, because no matter what position you're in, I think the most likely scenario is we're going to – that Iran game is going to be massive. See what I'm what I'm really worried about is let's say we lose to England, Wales beats Iran, that puts England at six points, which pretty much that will see them through. If they win, if they beat us, and let's say But they won't want to lose the next game versus Wales because if they did, they would be a second. And I don't think they would I would think they 
would not want to be second if at no, all you're possible. Right. But they, it, they it, can choose to rest guys, whatever it may be, in that Wales game if they want to, depending on the scenario. You're right. Um, but, like, let's say England wins, beats us, they're on six points. Wales beats Iran, they're on four. We're on one. Iran's on zero. So then we're absolutely, I mean, we absolutely need England to beat Wales because if Wales just even gets a draw out of England and we batter Iran, we still won't go through because Wales will be on five points. Yeah. If they win and draw their next two games. You know, and I, I really think that it's unlikely that that happens. I think, like I said, I'm thinking most likely scenario in my head. And I really think the most likely scenario is we go into to play Iran with a. Uh, a lot on the line, basically one or two ways. It's either we're going to have to score a lot of goals or we have to win. I mean, there's it's no very in between. Um, but I, I will press the panic button if Wales beat Iran. I, I'm going to say that right now. No matter – I wouldn't say no matter what happens between England and USA because even if England and Wales, England and the U.S. tie, England's at four, Wales will be also at four, we'll be on two. And that's just – Honestly, makes the England and Wales game more important. Which I think someone, I, I I really think that's a good scenario still for us. No, it is. Um, but I do think the key is to get points versus England. Well, think I, about I that think scenario, that's... right? I mean, if we go in and we tie England, and it's four England points, four Wales points. Let's say they beat Iran, and then say we have two points. If we beat Iran, theoretically, we should still move on. Correct. No matter what, like it's either England's out or Wales is out at that point. Even if, they, even if they tie, I think it's still depend, depending well, on goal differential at that point. England right now is at four four goal differential. So I think yeah. even with four points for England, unless something crazy happens, we went out and Wales went out, or shoot, even Iran goes out goes goes out when all the remaining two games, England could could be out. But I don't see in a world where England will be out. So I think they're I will honestly go ahead and say England has punched their ticket to the round of sixteen. Um it's a little early to say that. But one more thing I want to say about the U.S. Christian Pulisic needs to step up. I know he had an assist today, but when you're being deemed Captain America, which is a strong title for the U.S. team, it was Landon Donovan, it was Clint Dempsey, the last couple of World Cups. He, I, I, I like I said, I know he got that assist, but other than that, he didn't really didn't do that much that game, in my opinion. Yeah, now that one goal like that that way scored and. I I really wish we could pronounce his name right, but I'm gonna keep saying Pulisic. Um, it was a beautiful goal. I mean, like the setup was was like anything you could dream of happening for a goal that game. I mean, and it was a beautiful assist. But I feel like other than that, every time Pulisic passed the ball, he's supposed to be a really big facilitator for us, and it it just didn't seem like he was it was putting it in the right spot for our team to have chances. We really did, like Charles said, we we really didn't have any chances other than that one goal. We had another one that could have been a chance, but nothing close. Like. We had Wales one had shot more on chances goal. than we had in terms of like close goals or saves, whatever, you know? So I told Charles this earlier, like once we got out of that second half, it kind of just felt like Wales was going to score after we, after we started going flat, it was like, Wales is going to score. You just didn't know when it was going to happen. I mean, it, they were all over us. We couldn't do anything. They were just all over on our side of the field, controlling the game, kind of like a flip of what happened in the first half. And it's tough to watch when, when you're, when you know, what's going to happen. It's very stressful. Yeah, um, USA had a expected goal of 0.82, and Wales had an expected goals of 1.73. So they almost had an entire goal expected better than us, which 
I mean, it's all stats. It's it's not really if you really watch the game. In my opinion, Wales didn't have that many better chances. We, in my opinion, we locked down Bale. We shut we shut Bale down, which in my opinion I thought was big, but obviously he had the goal, which was a penalty, which hurts even more in my opinion. Um, I'd rather give up a goal. Maybe not in the 90th minute, but let's say when they scored, I think it was the 84th, 85th minute. I'd rather give up, give up a header or, I don't know, just a breakaway goal. I mean, it just it hurts for it being a PK. Yeah, it does. You know, and I, I do want to move to another question I had before we, we maybe close this out. We kind of went over already what what we have to do moving forward, and that really just comes down to, I don't I don't think England's a must win or anything like that. I don't even think we need points. I think at the end of the day, we just need to beat Iran and beat them badly. It's all we, do. That's all we can control. And I kind of hope that pieces pieces fall in their place, um, which sucks, but that is what it is. Um, but no, I wanted to go to and, and, and just kind of speak on who do you think really, and you talk about Pulisic uh, having a rough game, but who stepped up in your opinion? And I, I have one guy I want to name and it's, uh, it's Tim Ream. That is why it's Tim. Yeah. Tim, uh, Tim Ream had a really, I mean, really good phenomenal. Game. I, don't, um, he, I mean, every time he got in a situation, I feel like he did the right thing every single time. No, yeah, he really he had a lot of big plays where balls were played with his head to the goalkeeper, keeping possession, letting Matt Turner get the ball and dish it back out. But also another player I want to say um, is Tyler Adams. Like I said in the last episode, he's the key to this midfield. I thought he played really well. The other two guys in midfield, McKinney, I don't think he played great. Uh, Musa, he didn't play great. Um, I thought Aronson, Aronson came on and played pretty well. No, he did. A good, a, good little spark, a little bit of a spark plug late in the game. Some energy when we needed it. Didn't amount to anything, but I really feel like he came in and made some impactful touches. No, I, I think Aronson will probably start next game. The other only thing I want to say about roster or who was played um, – was Jordan Morris, and I was really upset when I found out Jordan Morris was put in because I thought he was one of the only players who wasn't going to get playing time in this World Cup, and obviously I was wrong. Um, but that was because Gio Reyna, Gio Reyna apparently was not available for this game. I guess he picked up an injury of some sort, which if Gio Reyna could not play in this World Cup, I don't see a world where the U.S. get out of the group stages. Yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get an update on that. We got – you know, about a week before we have another game, another game here. So a little more than a week. Well, no, we play a Friday. Less than a week. I can't speak. Yeah, yeah. I'm in my head. It's like, in my head for some reason. Black Friday is like a whole other week. But well, no, I mean, technically, since our last day of work is Wednesday, it feels like a Wednesday. Yeah, my calendar's messed up, but we still got some time. Is my point for for uh, hopefully some recovery there. I think you're being a little dramatic about. Um, I am being about that, but. Again, I really think it's pretty straightforward, and I just think most likely outcome in my head, you got to just beat the mess out of, out of Iran. I mean, that's all you can control. I, I don't, I don't even think you go into to England expecting to do anything. Anything you can do in, in England is the only thing you should be doing in England is keeping it as close as possible. If you get a tie out of it, then that's great. If you can win, even better. But yeah, just the entire can't goal lose, can't lose by more than one goal. You just got to keep lose. it close, man. And one thing I want to say, too, is I was thinking this the entire game, Charles. I don't know if you were. It almost looked like Wales came out the game and they wanted to play for a tie the whole game. No, they definitely did, especially after they scored that last goal. Um, Some old, I'll call it South American tactics, where, oh, I'm cramping. Oh, I'm injured. Let's waste time. And you saw that. I mean, there was 10 added minutes of extra time, which is absurd, but I really wasn't complaining about it. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested. Um, hopefully, we don't have to do another negative reaction in the group stages. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not negative. I mean, it's it's not positive though. Yeah, no, and I'm just thinking too. Even the, I'm not even speaking about the end of the game. I think it's very clear they were going for a tie after they scored their their goal. But very beginning, I think they came out and they just did. We had the possession and they were just playing all 12, 11 guys. Well, ten, you know, eleven including the goalie. But basically, past the half field line, trying to keep up some scoring in the first half, and it's like it didn't even seem like they wanted to attack. And then when they did, it was sloppy and they they didn't get anywhere. And then once we scored that goal, it's like they had to turn it on and they wanted that high so bad. Like it it's like they wanted to tie it no matter what. They didn't even think they were going to win, in my opinion. No, you're right. And I think because if you really sit down and look at this group, and I, I think I said this on the last podcast, and I've said that a lot the last episode, four points could easily get you out of this group. And I think it's even more obvious after the England game and now the US Wales game that four points can pretty much see you through the group. So it's just, it's going to come down to four points with the best goal for differential. And Iran's probably already out of it. Yeah. <laughs> because of the, they lost by four to England. So, you know, barring any bigger collapse than we already had from the US, third is likely it's just between us and Wales, which is why that game was huge. And we yeah. didn't pull it off. And I mean, of course we didn't, right? <laughs> no, you're right. But, you know, all in all, though, they played well, and if we can, they can find what they had in that first half, and they can bring it to, I mean, I would say England, but if they can just bring that the rest of the, the way, they got a strong chance at, at going far. But that second half team, I really just think was a product of just we're tired and we need subs. And then they got subs, and it was a little bit better, but they got to be cleaner, I think, in the defensive end. A lot of, a lot of messy slide tackles, you know, I understand the cards were, weren't, weren't warranted in some, some areas of the game, but I think it was a little sloppy on some side tackles. No, yeah, that that tackle will come back to haunt haunt us for a little bit, I think. I mean, just don't tackle a dude who's not facing the goal. I mean, if you have the ball and you're not facing the goal, you're not that big of a threat. I mean, it's still a threat because you can just dish it off and someone can shoot it, but they hit guys back. Just just don't do that. So Yeah, and it's not even that. It's just in general, I just kind of feel like, it just sloppy play at the end of the game. And I think it could be because they're tired. I understand. They gave it all they had. Uh, thankfully, though, we played at night in Qatar, so that probably helped a little bit of that conditioning moving forward. A lot of cramps, though, so drink your water, boys. If you're yeah, yeah, and then I don't know what, the, I don't know what time in Qatar the next game is. But, it's uh, the same time, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of benefit from some missing some of that heat, which is nice. Yeah. But do uh, you have anything else, Zach? No, I just hope we go out and win it because I, I I don't know what I'm going to do if we're out. I, I don't have anything anyone else I want to cheer for. So you're right. Um, but thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chuck Talk. Uh, be on the lookout for the next episode, uh, week twelve of the NFL Pick'em. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, check out our socials at Chuck Talk underscore on Instagram and Twitter, and have a blessed day. <laughs>